Welcome, my friend, to the Star City Podcast, the place where you can listen in on interesting conversations about life, work, family, and faith. I'm your host, Brian Smith, and today we're talking about one of the historic and fundamental foundations of the Christian life, and that is God's call to be together with Him and His church in what we do and how we choose to live our lives. My guest today is a friend of mine who is a physician and has heard and received God's calling in his life to become an overseas worker. Clifford, welcome to our podcast today. It is great to have you with us. Thanks so much, Brian. It's a joy and honor to be with you too. You know, Clifford, from the very beginning when a person becomes a Christian, they come to know the Bible's teaching about lostness and salvation offered only in God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And at the core of everyone who hears God's call to be on journey of a journey of faith and in action is the fundamental conviction that all people must hear the gospel to become a Christian and receive God's gift of everlasting life. How did God bring this truth to bear in your own life? And, and tell us what it means to know that you might uh, be the first person that someone has ever met who, who pointed them to this amazing truth. Hmm. So this truth really became real to me as the Lord became real to me, Brian. Um, The Lord saved me when I was a teenager um, and used both my mom uh, as well as many people at this church um, to allow me to know Jesus uh, and to allow me to know the things of Him uh, and to have a desire to read His Word Um, And I think it was from that foundation and then, of course, coming to know him, desiring to follow him, that, yeah, this desire to um, go wherever he wants me to go uh, and serve him however he wants me to serve him came into being. Um, I think when I think about, um, you know, sharing these important things with other people, sharing our faith with other people, um, I'm reminded of uh, a story um, uh, when I was living overseas. Um, A man uh, came up to um, some of my friends as we were were working together, and he, he was providing a meal for us, actually, um, and just started asking us questions. What happens at this place? What do you guys do? Um, and we got to share with him, yeah, well, this life happens here. We, we are believers. We love Jesus. We read scripture together. We study God's word. We love him. We want to worship him. And he, he said to me, is it okay if I come? And I said, certainly. So, I wasn't sure whether he would show up, but he eventually, he did come when he said he was going to come. And um, that evening, we were studying through the book of Hebrews, and my friend sat next to me, um, not a believer at that time, but after the message was over, he, he took me aside and said, I cannot believe the things that I'm hearing. This is wonderful. Is it okay if I come back next week? And I said, absolutely. And as we continued talking, he asked me further, you know, I hear a lot of Christians talking about being born again. 
I've always been puzzled with that word. What does it mean to be born again? And my heart just overflowed with joy as I had the opportunity to to talk about John chapter 3, Jesus's conversation with Nicodemus, and run through that. So when you ask me, what does it mean, or what does it mean to share with somebody the first time, it really means I have this invitation from the Lord who has saved me to share life with somebody else and to share about his amazing work, not just in me, but just his transformative story throughout all of history and how he loves us and wants us for himself and for his kingdom and for his glory. Wow, Clifford, you know, the Apostle Paul talks about praying for him that God might open up doors of opportunity Mm -hmm. to share the gospel. And it sounds like in that experience, God (laughs) kicked the door open uh, broad and wide for you to uh, uh, share with your friend about about Christ. I'm curious, did you ever travel overseas uh, uh, or or trips here at home uh, as a laborer, as a worker, uh, to encourage others, uh, and that was part of your sense that God was calling you to follow Him overseas on a more consistent basis, a, a longer term, or was this something that just kind of came out of the clear blue? Wow, great question. Thank you. So, I think my interest in in doing this work stemmed from really a very early age after I became a believer, um, even here at this church with the youth group, we would take trips over the summers um, to different places in the United States to help with underserved communities, churches that had identified needs, and we would do vacation Bible schools with those churches. Um, I remember the first one being in Cleveland, Ohio, um, at Brick City in Cleveland, (laughs) And I had the privilege and joy of leading a little girl to Christ. That was my first experience. And I think with the help of teachers here and with certainly the power of the Holy Spirit, I became more aware aware of how to share from my heart, how to share effectively, um, and how to walk alongside of people who are coming to know Christ for the very first time. But yes, um, trips have been important. Um, I really think as a physician, um, uh, you know, and experiences that I've had in working with underserved communities, it has been become quite clear to me that um, I really have always wanted to not just address physical needs on these trips, but also spiritual needs. I think the two must go hand in hand. Um, it's very important. So when I have taken trips uh, to other countries, and I have been to places like Haiti and Central America, Nicaragua, in Africa, um, Uganda, and then most recently in the part of the world where I've been serving, um, yeah, it, it has burdened me that Though there are many, many physical needs, and there will always be physical needs everywhere, um, the lack of access to the gospel in some parts of our world is of great concern. And I think that is, I think the greatest need is really addressing that and 
making sure that the church begins and flourishes in these areas. Boy, that's so important. I remember when I was in um, my youth group in high school and and a speaker challenged us and said, um, why should someone hear the gospel twice if there's someone who has never heard the gospel once? Hmm. And I've never forgotten about just the, the rationale and logic of that. Now, obviously, God is merciful, and some of us have had the chance to hear it many times before we came to know, uh, become followers of him. But at the same time, there are a lot of people who's brand new, like your friend, who wanted to know what it meant to be born again. Uh, let's step back to, as you were wrestling with um, what to do and where to go, what were some of the things that you struggled with, uh, Clifford, as you were seeking to know and follow God's will about things like leaving your family, your friends, uh, your career here at home, uh, moving abroad? Uh, those are giant decisions and choices, life-changing uh, choices. Um, what were some of the things there that for you, particularly in your prayer time and, and listening and seeking the Lord, uh, were some of the biggest things that you wrestled with uh, in coming to this decision? I think for me, um, I was in a place when I when I made the decision to go and live overseas, I was at the place where I really sensed that this was from the Lord. It took me probably two to three short-term trips to this place to really be at peace that the Lord had clearly spoken to my heart and had confirmed this calling. So once that was in place, just being firm of the calling, I feel like the other things started to fall in place. So yes, I did have a fear about leaving my parents who were aging, having a lot of not overwhelming amount of health concerns, but they were getting older. I was concerned about that at the time. But I think as I went through the process of discerning the calling and listening to the Lord in prayer, I felt like he was time and time again reminding me that I really need to keep my hands open to him and not hold tightly to my own plans. Sometimes I really wanted things to happen on a certain schedule within a certain time frame. And I think with the Lord, his timing is so different from the way that I think of things. Sometimes he wants me to go a little bit faster than I'm going. And other times he wants me to just slow down and remember that he is with me and to be still. So I think those things were very helpful. Um, I recall Micah chapter 6, verse 8, which says, you know, what does the Lord require of you but to love, um, to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So this process really was living out how to humbly walk with God um, and letting him lead in this process and dealing with these fears. Wow, Clifford, you know, you, you just gave a beautiful testimony of what the Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which was uh, echoing in my thoughts as I was listening to what you were saying just a moment ago. And you know the passage very well, as a lot of our listeners do. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And I think you're, you're so wise and you put your finger right on the crux of the challenge that I think most Christians face. It's not 
what if out there in the future, because none of us know what the future holds. Mm -hmm. It's what about right now? Am I trusting God enough to follow him as best as I understand what his will for my life is? And with that decision, trusting him with all of these other things that they will work out by his grace and for his glory in my life. As as we wrap up our time together, I, I, boy, this has been great, and and I hope at some point in the future God gives us another opportunity to to talk again. I think this will be a very encouraging conversation for a lot of people to hear. Uh, let me just close with asking this final question: How does God's call personally encourage you as a Christian today? So. I want to answer this question by reflecting briefly on a scripture in the book of Mark where Jesus um, is passing through and he encounters a blind man and the blind man calls out to him, says, have mercy on me, son of David. And he continues to cry out as Jesus is, I guess, attending to other people, the crowds pressing in on him. And The disciples hear him continuing to call, and Jesus tells his disciples, go, bring the blind man to me. And the disciples go to the blind man, and they say, be of good cheer. He's calling you. And I think the call is so encouraging to me because it is an invitation to to see Jesus. (laughs) it's, It's an invitation to go to follow and go with Jesus. I want to be with Jesus wherever he is, wherever he's working. I want others to experiencing experience him too, love him, enjoy him and worship him forever. Wow. And with that good word We come to the end of our time together today. Clifford, thank you for being with us here at Star City. And may God richly bless you, my brother, as you help your family for this season. And then as you prepare to return to your field of labor and overseas service where God has called you to um, serve him and help others in his name. And uh, I want to thank you, friends, for listening to another podcast right here at Star City. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you'll invite someone else to join you next week as we meet again. I'm Brian Smith, encouraging you to live this life and the rest of your life by His grace and for His glory.